Alright, hello everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Garage Podcast. I'm your host, as per usual, David, and I am joined today by one of my good friends, Rika Fields. How are you doing, darling? Hello, hello. I'm doing good. Good. Um, so you have been on the podcast. It's it's just been like once, right? Uh, w- once before, and that was at like MTAC last year? Yeah, I just came on for like 15 minutes just to talk about cosplay. Yeah, it was like a tiny little segment. Um, and yeah, that was, that was actually kind of a fun episode where I just... I got to sit in my hotel room at the Music City Sheraton and have like people come to me. It was it was kind of nice. Um, but yeah, I thank you again for for coming on for that episode and of course for this episode. No, it was and, a lot of fun. I loved seeing your spider suit. I mean, yeah, it's it, it was pretty awesome. Uh, I'll be honest. I, I I think I'm I'm always going to be partial to my first cosplay, which is of course the iron spidey suit but you know it'll just hold a special place in my heart always because it was my first cosplay basically so your first cosplay is always important and mine well it is always going to be it it looks very bad but (laughs) (laughs) it was very very bad looking but it was still important with the worst worst wig you'd ever seen (laughs) Hey, like one of my like half-assed cosplays that I did when I was, you know, running around with Andrew and Connor and all them like shooting video, uh, I I just created a character like called Dave or like fucking Dave or something like that. And I was just like, just this guy who was kicked in the head at a white snake concert in the eighties. And so now he perpetually lives in the eighties because of brain damage. Like he doesn't know what year it is. And so I just hopped on Amazon and bought like the cheapest stuff I could find. Like I bought a flannel, like long sleeve shirt that I could tie around my waist uh, and then like a black Van Halen shirt that I cut the sleeves off of. And then like this $15 black, like eighties hair metal wig that was like so fantastic, but it ended up getting like booze and like Sprite in it. <laughs> please, please dress up as fucking Dave for Halloween. Dude, I'm, I'm going to have to bring it back in some capacity. Maybe when the, uh, the convention scene, you know, comes back around hopefully you know oh oh yeah like 2058 or something whenever it comes back i hope not man (laughs) i'm really hoping it's it's in 2021 i'm yeah i'm trying to stay positive for it because don't you it's like i miss walking around the expensive gleaming beautiful vendor hall Mm. walking into panels falling over drunk in the the hall (laughs) (laughs) right all of it it's all so beautiful i know waking up at the ass crack of dawn to have your breakfast right and you you literally went to sleep like three hours before that oh yeah and then you gotta like people who do cosplay you're like and if if you're if you're going to some of the cons like i've been to it's like some of them are very cold so Mm -hmm. you just woke up you did you ate but now you you gotta put on your costume and some of them it's like I'm not showing a lot of like, skin or anything, but they're very thin. So now you got to right. walk around. And you're cold as shit. And mm-hmm. well, last, well, what? No, last MTAC I went to, I was cold as shit. The one that you, we, I yeah, saw, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Uh, I think this this last one wasn't 
or well, okay, so there wasn't an MTAC this past year, but there was, you know, the one that we were just referring to with um, the podcast. I think was that the one that was like kind of cold, like it, it got really cold at night. The, yeah, I remember it, one it, of it, them. Like it was either 2018 or 2019, and it was like super cold that weekend. Like during the day, it was okay because the sun was out, but then, um, yeah, like at night, it was just like everyone was trying to be in the courtyard and like you know trying to huddle up and and mm-hmm. stay warm. But man, it was. It was chilly. <laughs> so who I have, a, or I'm going to have a guess. I bet there's going to be a lot of starlight cosplays. Dude, I, I hope that there is. A, a, that's actually a excellent segue into our topic. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm hoping that we see a lot of boys cosplay um, yes. coming up whenever cons open back up. And yes, like I said, um, excellent segue today we are talking about the boys season two we're gonna do a little recap um yeah uh so this is it's this is basically amazon prime's like flagship show right like they they have some other stuff like they have some other original content going for them but as far as i know maybe i'm just sticking my head in the sand on this one but it seems to me like this is really the main thing that they have going for them right now. Oh yeah. Look, they, it's like, I think Amazon d- looked up and they're like, huh? Superheroes. <laughs> People right. like those. It's yeah. like, it's, it's like, so, all right. So um, we can't do anything with Marvel. Disney owns them. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like, I don't know. It's like Watchmen. Someone owns them too now. So, we, okay, we right. can't do, we can't use them. It's like more, it's like, oh, and then they'd be like calling someone on Amazon. Like, oh my gosh, listen, listen to this. I just heard about this comic book series written by this guy. And in, 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 his actual name is, is Garth Ennis, right? And, mm. but it's like, and he made this thing called The Boys. Yeah, yeah, The Boys. And they're like, <laughs> they're like yeah, it, yeah, it's about superheroes. And they're like, you don't know what you don't, you don't want to know what it's about. We're just gonna run with it. Okay, let's run with it. <laughs> yeah, um, that's. I mean, yeah, it, it seems like they were that desperate for content. They're just like, yeah, let's just fucking let's let's get something out there for God's sake. Um, but yeah, no, they've they really scored big with this series, in my opinion. Like, and and of course, I I believe I don't want to put words in your mouth, but in your opinion as well, and um. A lot of my friends just have nothing but great things to say about this show. Oh, no, it's fantastic. Yeah, and so we felt that the podcast um, warranted an episode on it. So, yeah. Um, I guess before we get started, uh, we want to throw out a spoiler alert. Uh, I mean, we, we feel like we... You know, we shouldn't have to, but we we, we should uh, because, you know, uh, there's, of, of course, people you know, tuning into almost every episode as first time listeners and don't really know how things work. So yes, typically, you know, with, with stuff like this, when we're doing like season recaps and whatnot, what would be the fun in like talking about how we felt about a season, but we couldn't give any spoilers away. Like you couldn't, (laughs) we couldn't talk about an an episode at all, but it also would, yeah, it wouldn't be fair. It, it, so, it would be yeah. like five minutes long, the episode. <laughs> it, like, it wouldn't be. Episode one, Billy walks in. <laughs> he picks up the <laughs> right. gun. He yes. walks out. 
All right, season two of The Boys. Things happen. The end. It's like two people died also, but we can't tell you who because they were important. Right, yeah. That's all we can say, and that's kind of uh, teetering the line of giving you too much information as well, so. Yeah, so go watch Um, season one and two, but you have to like violence because it's pretty violent. It is not tame. Man, yeah, that's that's for damn sure. Uh, This is like... This is like HBO level. It is uh, violence and and gore and it's just, but it's it's so great. I love like, it. Like me going into watching it first, like I said, I, I had no idea what the boys was about. I knew it was about superheroes. I really had no mm-hmm. idea what it was about. This is like episode one. I'm, like, I'm relaxing in my bed. I'm in my I call it like cinema mode. My bed has like it can mm-hmm. raise and so I oh, raise nice. up. Yeah, I'm relaxed. I have everything but my popcorn and uh so it's starting everything's great and uh then a train runs like sh- slap dab right into his oh, girlfriend oh and it's in in a smithereens or and Dude, yeah, that was <laughs> my jaw bad. like it just dropped what a way to start a show that's like the first 10 minutes maybe 15 into the show yeah that was that's basically like the first scene or one of the first scenes like I, I we're barely introduced to huey barely we barely know him as a character and then we like we hardly know his girlfriend at all like we, we really know don't know she we know her name we know her name and we know they've been together for a while yeah yeah and what what she looks like uh but but that's about we know it. we know what she did look like <laughs> <laughs> Um, and we know now know what like some of her teeth and molars look like, <laughs> um, yeah, as yeah. they uh, flew through the air in slow motion. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that was, yeah, but that was, that was season one and yeah. we are here to talk about season two. So yeah, jumping forward, Rika, what did you think about season two of the boys? What okay. Are, well, all thoughts, impressions. All right. So see, and, and, um. I thought it started off instead of starting off like episode one, right? Um, how mm. it like started off like it just kind of threw you in there. I thought it in the beginning it eased you in. Sure. And but each episode you were just like you want to know what happened, and e- also in my opinion each character um, got their own little bit of time, which you want. I want to know what. I mean, okay, uh, Black Noir doesn't get really anything, okay? He gets a little bit, but I don't really think he gets much of anything. But uh, some people might really like, you know, uh, Maggie, or, well, that's Queen Maeve, you know, Queen Maeve. Mm -hmm. And so they want to see more of her, want to see more of her past and her relationships. So, uh, or even, you know, uh, the D or a train and or see what's going on with Kimiko and you do everyone gets more time mm-hmm. and it's less focused on Billy and Huey yeah yeah I, I do feel like this season did that really well it's always difficult for either a show or a movie to juggle such a a big ensemble cast like this but I feel all like a, all a Game of Thrones <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's always a difficult situation to to deal with but i feel like this one um th- this season did it pretty pretty well like it, it kind of gave everyone it's due and 
you know, gave, gave them their own story and a story that made sense for the most part. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely get that. I also liked that. Um, I think that this, uh, I think the season, I liked, I liked how the season started or, and I liked how it ended. I, it's mm-hmm. not often that I have a show that like when it, uh, they wrap it up into a pretty bow for you. Yeah. Um, and so I did like that they did that for me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I yeah, feel like no. there wasn't as much violence in this season. You didn't, you don't think so? <sighs> well, I mean, there was like a lot of head exploding. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The head exploding. I think the head exploding was the more violence versus the, uh, you, I'm Patrick, I'm like Patrick Bateman with superpowers from first season <laughs> one. Right. Um, um, yeah. And they did fly through that poor, poor humpback whale or, uh, or whatever, I think, whatever yeah, kind of whale that yeah, was. Yeah. 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 I, I, I guess it's because, you know, I've only watched the, I only watched it once, like the seat, you know, the show, uh, I didn't watch it twice. Um, uh, so like, there's some things I'm forgetting, right? Sure, yeah. Let me tell you, I was so devastated about the whale. I know, I felt so bad. I was like, oh no, that poor whale. <laughs> like, but that's like classic deep for you. Like, yes, he's it just is. Like, he, we rarely get to see the deep do anything like, like that ends up working out in any positive way, form or fashion. Um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's pretty much consistent disaster for him. Uh, it is. It really yeah. is. Um, but at first everything seemed to be going well. I was like, there, and I was like, Oh my gosh, look, he's got sharks up coming at him and everything. And right. Yeah. Then, yeah. And then there's the big whale. See, in my opinion, what would have been smart is if he'd had the whale, you know, just like, uh, breach and on and just flop on top of them, but you know. Sure. Yeah. What do I do? <laughs> uh, no, I mean that. To me, that makes more sense than like the whale just like speeding up ahead and then doing this blockade thing, where it's like there's no way that this like speedboat could go through me. <laughs> but then again, like I don't know. I, I don't know the the extent of the deeps like powers and, and how he communicates with, uh, with fish and with dolphins and, um, whales. Like, I don't know if he like actually takes control of them or if he, you know, guides them. I don't know how all that works. So I mean, if he forced that whale to do that, then I mean, definitely in that case, poor whale. Uh, The whole thing was just like, I, I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is the whole thing. I was like, I don't know, I really love animals. <laughs> so um, I was like, ah. Yeah, yeah. And then they all end up on the beach and they're like, well, this is just a terrible situation for all of us, isn't it? I think Huey's is my favorite. He's just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stay in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Poor Huey. Yeah. Listen, he, of- is, he is still a sweet <sighs> bean from like the season mm-hmm. one. Yeah. He is. He is still yeah, sure. the sweetest ever. And yeah. so I, I I think Jack Quaid portrays him so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, like, I mean, it's kind of hard to portray someone who's just so sweet and, like, mm-hmm. nice. And he just really wants to help everybody. Right. Yeah. 
Um, so you said you were um, you were good with uh, this this season overall, and you you liked how this season kind of wrapped up with with like this pretty little bow, and and how like there was cliffhangers, but it wasn't like it it didn't feel as stressful as the season one finale. Like uh, oh no, the season one finale. Come on, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, really? Who, did you who expected that? I mean, yeah, I I mean, like, part of me was like, okay, like this makes sense, but for me personally, I turn my brain off when I watch stuff because I don't want to like spoil things for myself by trying to figure things out along the way and then be like, oh, yep, guessed it. Like, where's the fucking fun in that? Like, there's no fun in it. Um, yeah. so. Uh, yeah, I, so that was a complete surprise. And luckily for me, I, uh, when season two started and everyone started talking about the boys again, like on Facebook and Twitter and all that, I was like, Oh damn, I forgot about this show. Like, and just everyone would not shut up about it. I was like, okay, well, apparently it's a good show. Maybe I need to watch it. So I luckily Lindsay and I, we didn't have to, we didn't have that stress of ending or finishing the first season and then having to wait a year or whatever for the next season to kick off. We, all we had to do was all right, time to start season two. I mean, granted we only got to um, season or episode like two or three before, you know, we were all caught up and, and then had to wait every Friday, like everyone else, but we were Isn't that some that. crap. Who wants to Man, wait? That's not, we don't pay to wait. <laughs> Man, like I'm, I'm okay with it. Like in, in the days of, of binging stuff, like I get it. Like it's fun to binge watch, you know, seasons of shows, but like, you know, you go through it in like a weekend and then you're stuck waiting for a year. Like, I mean, to me, it's, it's just more, a little bit more fun um, and entertaining to everyone once in a while, like have it pushed out like that uh and what when they did that with the mandalorian i was super excited because you know it it, it kind of i feel like it's it's a little bit nostalgic for me because growing up like you you go to school like monday morning and then you talk about like all the shows that premiered on friday night like the, no i totally you know, un- i know i i get it you get what I I'm saying? yeah i guess i didn't think about it that way um i mean that's hell. just me personally though I, no i mean i remember coming home from school like and just like waiting for sailor moon to come on like the new episode of dragon ball z and sailor moon right and yeah. you know and they obviously it was the new episodes every day you know mm-hmm. monday friday and i would watch goosebumps to pass the time, <laughs> yeah, and then goosebumps. even though I loved goosebumps, and then I knew as soon as that was over, Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon, and mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean that's what people you know people want that they're like, and I it, it can be kind of like frustrating. It's only frustrating, I guess, if it really ends on like a cliffhanger where it's like really really bad and I'm not sure, but right, um, where like nothing good happens. Yeah, like. I don't know, H- uh, HBO's uh, Game of Thrones. Not, I mean, you know, they, see, they're season one. Their season one, the way their episode ended, made me excited for the next one, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Each episode made me excited for the next uh, the next week and the next week. And and then as time went on, I just wanted the, the next week and the next week to happen so I can find out what happened because I was just getting pissed off. <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, um, I, I get that. Um, but, but no, like overall, like I, I really enjoyed season two. I, I'll echo a couple things that you said uh, uh, that, that you, uh, some of your feelings, like I, I thought it was a little bit of a, a slower burn than season one. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought that it was still a really solid season overall. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I felt that they avoided the notorious sophomore slump uh, that a lot of shows and, and movies that have, you know, a sequel, they, they avoided that sophomore slump, which is, you know, great for them. Uh, I personally, I thought the finale was better than season one. Um that season two's was better. Uh, maybe that's just because it ended on a more positive note and it was some cliffhangers, but not, <clears throat> excuse me. It wasn't as many cliffhangers and it, it gave you the opportunity to like, be like, okay, you can take a breath. Like some like good things happened. Uh, you know, of course some bad things happened, you know, people died, but you know, there's, there's definitely things to look forward to with with season three and you know you kind of want to use your brain and, and think oh, like you know what's what's gonna happen next season instead of being like oh fuck like everyone's dead like what are they gonna do like i don't even watch this fucking show anymore so they like kill everybody <laughs> yeah so i i was very glad that they didn't end it like that because I, I felt like they might <laughs> for whatever reason so um yeah. I thought they, yeah, like I think that final season of uh, the final episode of season one, it ended like <sighs> holy shit, and then mm-hmm. and and then it's like holy shit, and then holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like holy shit moment after one after another, and and then and then this one, it's like oh oh oh, <laughs> and then and then. And then, uh, and then you get a uh, Homelander jerking it in front of the moon. <laughs> to, uh, yeah, I'm so... the best. Me, I'm the bestest <laughs> in the world. God, like, wow, what, what, what a fragile ego. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, having to to masturbate in front of an, an entire city, like on top of a skyscraper, like, like. Is is your masculinity that fragile, bro? Like, oh yeah, it is. <laughs> most definitely is. Um, but I mean, hey, he got over. Hey, hey, he got over his like ten sec, his like ten second Tom because when he was the stormfront. Right. I, I thought he was only because you know when he was with Madeline, it seemed like he lasted like five seconds. Yeah, uh, but also he, he seemed like he. It seemed like it caused him pain. Also, though, it's mm-hmm. like. I don't know. Also, I don't know, she used him a lot too. Like, there's a lot she, of manipulation. She was not yeah. a nice person either. No, she she was. Uh, I don't know. I I have a lot of complicated feelings with her. Like some of the things I understand uh, what she did, but overall, she was a pretty shitty person. Um, and yeah. But I, I thought the kind of the phasing out of her and the introduction of uh, I almost called him Gus because he plays Gus in uh, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. But it's not Gus. Um, what's his name? Uh, let's see. I have it in my notes here. 
Um, I don't. I know you're talking about. I didn't Edgar. write his name. Yeah, yeah. I didn't write his yeah. name down either. <laughs> Stan, Stan Edgar. Um, I mean, you know, he didn't take her place. Like he's like the the head honcho. Of, yeah, of, of Ashley took Ashley took Madeline's place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, she just quote took her place okay girl yeah (laughs) yeah um so one of the things that i i liked just right off the bat with you know season or season two episode one i believe it was where like he finds out homelander finds out that they already replaced the missing per or the you know the lacking person empty spot in the seven with stormfront and you know, he, he goes to talk to uh, Edgar to, you know, hey, like, what the fuck, bro? And, you know, he's using his typical, like, calm and collected, uh, like, intimidation tactics with him. But they're not working. Like, they work on literally everyone else except this guy. Like, like he, Edgar knows that he could fucking end him at any point in time. But he just refuses to be intimidated by him and which I got to give him credit for. Like, I, I know he's, I guess, technically a bad guy in, in this equation, but yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I just, oh yeah. He's definitely a bad guy. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I thought it was so, I, I mean, definitely on par for uh, Giancarlo Esposito, the, the actor who, I mean, he typically plays, you know, that guy that just cannot be intimidated or, uh, or whatever. Like he, he plays that character so well. So I was really excited to see him uh, with a role in this show. Oh yeah, no, I don't. I don't know how many people could just stand there and get threatened by evil Superman, pretty much. Right, like, <laughs> not like cower. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, he he found a way to you know, to to stand up up to him. It, it was crazy. Um, I think so. One of the f- very few things that I took issue with, with the season was the, uh, the church of the collective storyline. I don't know uh-huh. how you felt about this. Like I didn't dislike it, but I will say it was probably l- my least favorite thing about this season. And of course we all know that Stormfront is a thing in this season. Oh, so that's kind of, so that's kind of saying something, but like you and I, we were talking about this. We were texting back and forth as we were gathering notes for this episode. We were talking about how great storm, uh, how great of a villain Stormfront is. Oh gosh, she's um, great. Yeah, um, and and we'll talk about that here in a few minutes. But like, what did you think about the Church of the Collective? Like, did did you have any any problems with that? Like, did did you feel like that made sense and it had a, a place in this season? Okay, well. Here's what I thought. I think, first off, I think that they had something and then it just like plot holed away or something. You know, you get what I mean? Like, sure. Um, though, what I do think that, um, it did help them by, uh, at one point is how, like, this it showed some racism on, like, really early on whenever, uh, you know, A-Train first hears about it from it, from uh, 
deep. And he mentions it to Stormfront. And she says, oh, yeah, you know, I used to be a part of it. It was a good place until they started letting some other, until they started letting everybody yeah. in. And he's mm. like, or some people. And he's like, what do you mean some people? And and she just looks at him and he's like, and that's when you start. And then obviously another time she, uh, she said some other colorful things. Uh, yeah. That was she her not to say because. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, so that gave it like a good, you know, it was really interesting to see that or say that and how long it'd been around. And I get uh, now also using the, the, uh, the church, um, they were able to get information. Um, they would never have been able to get without the church. They never would have been able to get information on Stormfront. So there right. is that. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I did like, I do like, and I'll mention it here and I'll bring it back. Uh, I guess at the, uh, on the final seat on the final episode, I'll mention it, I guess, deeper. Uh, well, it's about the deep. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, uh, but, um, uh, such bad old woman puns, <laughs> but, um, so, you know, they, you know, he joins this church, you know, I'm assuming he gave them money. I don't know. Um, I mean, he had to have, uh, from, but, um, they, uh, you know, they're trying to be like, yeah, we'll get you back in the seven. You know, you need to do this, do this, get married to this one girl, do this. Um, mm-hmm. um, and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, and then, you know, you know, and you're like, oh, maybe he's changing. And, you know, and I wanted him to change. I really did. Because over over the episodes, you start learning more about him. And you do kind of feel sorry for him. Even though he's, as you're also learning about him, you're learning he's a trash human being. Right. Um. So it's a mixture of feeling sorry for him. And then, why am I feeling sorry for this idiot, you know? <laughs> and, um. It's like, yes, I'm sorry that you have body issues. But... I have body issues. You don't see me going around doing that. (laughs) Yeah. It's yeah. It, it's one of those things like, I don't know. It's, it's a weird situation. Cause like, there's no one in the seven that's like pure. I mean, obviously an argument could be made that if you're going to rank the most pure from the least pure, the most pure would obviously be starlight. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, but like, I don't, uh, granted we saw the deep, uh, you know, do some pretty shitty things right off the bat in season one. Like we saw all the other members of the seven do equally and worse shitty things, um, you know, consistently. So like, I don't know. I, I feel like there has been, uh, a, I guess, quote unquote, sufficient amount of, um, yeah, like shittiness between all of them pretty much. Yeah. But. And, but like with empathy, uh, as far as empathy goes towards any of the characters, like, I guess the deep could in, inspire the most empathy out of a person, especially when like he went through all the motions of like, you know, what the church suggested he do in order to get back into well, the no, seven. Like, like well, you that's mentioned what I was going to that. get at. That's how I was going to get at though. Yeah. So he does everything. He does all that. Right. Um, you know, and then, you know, it's him, it's him and A-Train and, Mm -hmm. you know, they're like, guess what? A-Train, you're back in the sevens, you know, the final episode. And he's like, yeah, I'm back. And he's like, I'm sorry. It's like, sorry, deep, not you. And, 
And, you know, and like I said, the final episode, we can go more into detail about it. But, you know, Deep, who had been for so long as, he's, as he joined the church, had been all calm and collected and whatnot. He switches gears, like, instantly. I had to marry yeah. that creepy woman. I've mm-hmm. been doing all this stuff. And I, in my opinion, it showed him to, it, that he dropped an act. And he mm-hmm. was not... And he he had, like, faked it all, you know? And Sure. And, like, maybe he ha- wasn't as, you know, good, changed as he, you know, as he... Yeah. You know, as he tried, like, as... He yeah, as invested in the program or the church or whatever as we all thought he might be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but like obviously, A Train wasn't either. Like he he switched just like that. Like he he was like fucking out of there, and he didn't give a shit about uh you know um about the deep. Like oh no, but he, he never he, claimed he never claimed to though, and he also was never a part of it, and uh so. And he never was like, I ain't getting married. He, I don't know. I don't think he was actually like playing a part like the deep was though. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, just oh, personal yeah. opinion. I, I'm, he wasn't over there doing like, here, let me give you a book. This is food for your soul. Yeah. But uh, right. But also like the deep has been a part of the church basically throughout the entire duration of season mm-hmm. two. Like, a train doesn't even come into the picture as far as the church goes until like episode six maybe like there's only a couple episodes left in the season and and he's introduced into the church so he doesn't really have that time or opportunity to kind of get his footing and you know be a part of the church uh and, and you know drink the proverbial kool-aid as it mm-hmm. were. so Get the brainwashing yeah. in. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe there was some strategy there on on the church's part of keeping the deep there instead of A Train because he wasn't, you know, really part of the equation for too long. It was easier to get him out. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's something else there. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. they never intend. I mean, yeah. Maybe they never wanted Deep to leave. Maybe they. Yeah. But like I said, that's something we'll have to find out later because, I mean, there, his story ain't over. And also, rest in peace, Popclaw. <laughs> I know. That that she, poor girl. She was so cute. And yeah. like, I really liked her. She was a good character. Yeah, she was fun. I, I wish that they were able to keep her around for a little bit longer. But, you know, such is life, I guess. It's just life if you're a B-super who can't fight back, really. <laughs> right um so i guess as far as the uh let, let's talk about some of like the big things that happened in this season because there there's definitely some big things like let's talk about the uh, uh kamiko's um younger brother kenji like and and the fact that you know, Vought labels him as a terrorist and, you know, the an evil soup that they need to go after and obtain and kill or whatever. Uh, but yeah, let's, you want, you want to talk about him for a minute? Yeah, let's talk about him. Yeah. Uh, so I was actually, I, I actually really liked this part of the season because, I mean, one, like it, it 
it was just interesting in and of itself, but also like you get to know a little bit of Kimiko's backstory through the introduction of her younger brother. So I thought that was really cool. And, and you, of course, we of course find out why she doesn't really speak. And then of course, later on, we get to the point of um, a Frenchie and, and Kimiko, you know, they, she finally kind of like drops her guard a little bit and starts to teach him, you know, her, her own personal sign language kind of thing. So. Oh yeah. Um, I think it's really interesting that her, like he, uh, he even said that, um, you know, look, uh, he, Kenji even said to, uh, Frenchie that uh, when they were on the yacht together that, you know, after he told him more of their backstory that they, uh, since she stopped, you know, speaking after the, the trauma, mm. uh, they made up uh, their own version of uh, a, um, American Sign Language. But it, mm-hmm. her, I guess, they're, like I said, their own version. And yeah, that's why he was like, that's no sign language I've ever seen because it's not. And he said that saved him. And, you know, and so it is interesting to see that. And their, you know, communication, you know, together and... I don't know. It was just, it's sweet and sad at the same time. Uh, yeah. And, and, and that's, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, all I was going to say was that, and, you know, Frenchie just so desperate to learn to be able to communicate with her better. It's just. I, I know. It, and like, I feel like he really, it, he was really given that opportunity in this season to like show his true feelings that like, it's not just this, this surface level fascination with her like he actually really cares about her um and and like you said to the point of wanting to learn her secret sign language that you know her and her brother made up like so he can actually communicate with her um so i i thought that was really sweet oh yeah it was i mean because i mean she tries to in the beginning like you know like when she wrote, you know, boy and girl, trying to say it's her brother, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. she has a brother, you know, he didn't understand. Um, and so, and I'm sure someone can be like, well, you know, obviously she can speak, make her speak and, it, or just, you know, get over. And it's like, you can't just go over trauma like that. Okay. You know, um, yeah. but, uh, you know, that's, <clears throat> it's just kind of like later when, you know, her brother, you know, is killed, you see her revert, like, back mm. to her former state whenever she was first found you know yep like i mean hardcore like her hair looks the same her skin looks the same and she's like watching tv like underneath uh like underneath like a table and you know that's i mean that's just that's right. how it happens it's, it's crazy yeah and happens. yeah and of course it didn't help because of the like what went down where she, you know, they were Stormfront was chasing after him. Uh, Kamiko was chasing after Stormfront and her brother, like just trying to help resolve the situation. And then she had to like actually watch all that go down with, you know, Stormfront. What did he like break his neck or something? No, uh, she, uh, so she, first she, um, yeah, she broke his hands, which was, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, well then, then she, yeah, she had that thing that she said, she said like, well, uh, she's like, I like to see the light go out of their eyes. 
<laughs> so God, she, that's so fucked up. God. I know. And, oh my God. and then she made, of course, she had to make a little racial comment. Um, yeah. Uh, she's, uh, gosh, she's and such that, a fucking racist. Oh, um, yeah. She's a Nazi. Yeah. Um, but um, so, yeah, she um, she broke his neck. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that was a, uh, it's pretty awful. And so, and that's why, you know, normally she would, and you see in like, you know, future episodes when she sees her, she freezes because, right. you know, uh, she just, you know, she's like reminded of that and she's scared, even though she can physically take her on. But, mm. you know, it's just like, you know, that terror, the memory, and she blames herself for what happened to her brother, even though that can't control that. Yeah, that was, in my opinion, one of the toughest things to watch in this season was her having to watch that. It was, it was pretty nuts because it just, it said a whole lot. Like it, it said a lot about her, about her brother, and definitely a lot about Stormfront and what what to expect down the road. Because, you know, like leading up to that, you know, when the, the Seven were trying to go apprehend um, Kamiko's brother, you know, Homelander being the head honcho, he's like, Hey, like, you know, follow my orders. Like we, we bring him in alive. And then, you know, she just fucking ends him because she's not going to, you know, she doesn't care about anyone's feelings or, or orders. Like she's going to do whatever the hell she wants. Um, and, and so we really get to know her character that much better through that scene by what she says and her actions is just yeah it's on another level and he and you definitely see how she feels when she says you sneeze you lose gramps (laughs) 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 and 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 his like and so to him it's like that blatant disrespect Mm -hmm. and and then of course it, it just it spirals into this weird romantic nebulous that like we didn't see coming, but also subconsciously did see coming. I think I, okay. The only reason I saw, like I saw it coming first of all, they were going to fight, but then the only reason I saw it coming was they're both so twisted. Mm. Honestly, I think more her than him. Yeah. Um, cause at least Homelander's not like a racist Nazi. Right. He was more yeah. like, <laughs> at all of her like random racist tirades, he was just kind of like, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. I just, I just want to be loved. I just want to be the, I just want everyone to listen to me <laughs> yeah. and everyone to love me. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he, as much as he tries to do the whole, I don't need anyone. Oh, honey, no. You need that yeah. validation. You need the love of the people. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's had it for so long, though. And then, you know, here comes someone looking like they're trying to usurp his his role as the leader of, you know, this the Seven. And he can't be having that. It's like, uh, but, you, no, you can't. And, and, yeah. and, and, she, and then the memes, the memes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I have, he fr- getting freaked out over the memes until she has, she's like, I'll help you. Let's make some for you. <laughs> some good <Yeah>. ones. <laughs> and, but, um, yeah, you know, I, oh, what I thought was disturbing was, uh, 
the flashback of uh, Liberty mm. with uh, her punching the, the 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 girl's brother to death and on the hood oh, of the yeah. car. That was yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah, that was that, that was, was pretty. Uh, that was hard to watch. That was yeah. Thankfully, you yeah. don't really see it. You don't see it happen. You see the aftermath, but you don't see it. Right. I I always find it really interesting, uh, like visual storytelling when there is in situations like that. I mean, you see uh, see it a lot in horror and and stuff like this. I mean, there's been a lot of instances in the boys like this, but you see a lot in horror too, where you see more of the storytelling um, and the, the action through the the person that's witnessing rather than the actual business going down. So instead of seeing like maybe her fist, like going through his face, you see the visceral reaction of, you know, the sister, that, that yeah. girl. Yeah. The mm-hmm. sister in the car, just, you know, flipping her shit because I mean, who wouldn't? And, mm-hmm. and so like we, we have that to go off of more than, you know, and, and so I, I always find it interesting whenever uh, directors and editors choose to have that as like the forefront of um, the, the storytelling instead of just be like, Hey, look at this hand going through this face. <laughs> it's like, it's so, like, let me just, sh- let me show you everything because the audience is stupid obviously i mean spoon feed you it all yeah i mean there's definitely times and places for for gore and we all appreciate it (laughs) uh but you know i feel like this season did it did a pretty good job of strategically placing the the gore and the the craziness to the point where it wasn't like overbearing and it wasn't like like i never had a point in this season where i was all right come on already like enough with the um you know blatant unnecessary excessive gore like uh so yeah oh so oh so you didn't like it when he imagined lasering down a whole um, a thing of people <laughs> um yeah i knew right off the bat that he was imagining that oh like, yeah there's was, no way <laughs> yeah i was like yeah this is way too zero to 60 for this to actually be happening so yeah, I I pretty much dismissed that as like a daydream right off the bat. Even he's so, more composed than that, right? Yeah, which I mean, I'm I was kind of glad for in that moment. I was like, okay, good. It's it is a dream or daydream. Like, uh, I was like, I don't think I am emotionally equipped to handle this business going down right now. So, yeah, um, but yeah, let, let's see what else happened in this season. Um, uh rebecca and uh, rebecca and um ryan actually got like you know we learned about them yeah and they have some actual screen time uh so yeah that was that was awesome that we we got all that and you know homelander of course is trying to force his way into their lives and be a part of his son's life which i mean like i get you know, he grew up not having uh, a, you know, any parents or, you know, he didn't have a dad to call his own. So, like, I I feel like we were supposed to empathize with him at, in that moment. But, of course, like Homelander, you know, the, the execution of it all, it's just, um, 
Yeah, it's it's not what he's known for. This is smooth execution of things. But you know, I mean, I do, and and always, I kind of do feel for him. I do, mm-hmm. you know. It's like yeah. he he wasn't like born a monster, you know. He, right. In, in in season one, you see you do see flashbacks of his life, and right. uh, or he was born in a you know he was you know born and raised in a tiny room with a blanket. That's all he mm-hmm. had. And he was shown photos of like, this is America. You're going to be the, the the glowing light of America. This is Jesus. And you're going to represent, and you're going to be like, you know, uh, and this is like, um, like eagles and all this stuff. Pretty much he's going to be like the shining spotlight of like America and Christianity and all this stuff. That, that American he, he, Jesus. Pretty much. He was going to be like, you know, he, that's, he was being, you know, groomed for this and created for this purpose. But right. they're, you know, and they were scared of his powers, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, uh, and that like he had, and people were even more scared of him whenever he like hugged the, this female doc, this female doctor, I don't know if she's a nurse or doctor, I don't know, or scientist, but she was the only, like the only mother figure he had Well, he hugged her and, you know, he didn't have control of his powers or his strength and he killed her by crushing, by like breaking her spine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then people were going to act even, you know, you know, more like nervous around him or not want to be around him at all and treat him like a monster. So obviously he, now he wants, you know, you know, validation and like, and he told, um, and he told, uh, Ryan in one of the episodes that, you know, people always used to make him be, you know, be like, show me your powers, fly. Mm-hmm. This. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, he, he definitely is even now, you know, put on like a monkey in a circus being like, you know, Right. You're, you're going to do movies now and you're going to be in a commercial and you're going to do this. And, uh, so, but, and, and then you see Ryan, whenever he's taken out what, what, uh, what Homelander says happens did happen. And yeah. he says, if you take him out into a world, he's going to see a crowd and he's going to lose, he's going to just lose it. And he did. He yeah. was afraid. Yeah. Um, I feel like no matter what uh, what happened, things weren't going to be <laughs> they weren't going to be great because like that's not a normal situation to be in. Like it's not normal to have superpowers. It's not normal to live in this like secluded little faux neighborhood area where you are like under surveillance twenty four seven. Like none of that is normal. So once that like quote unquote normal is broken, like you're going to freak out about, you know, no matter what happens, like, Oh my God, like this isn't like, this isn't the normal thing. Like what the hell? Um, I, and he, he was just so sweet and cute and like, I don't know. I just, and then the irony, he's like, oh, she's like, I want to keep superhero stuff away from him as she's microwaving a Queen Maeve lasagna. <laughs> yeah. I was freaking dying over that. I was like, I hope I'm not the only one who didn't who who not didn't miss that because that was good. Yeah, yeah, I that that does sound familiar, but it might it have was, been because you had it mentioned was, it to me. It, it it was it was whenever Stormfront and uh. Uh, right, yeah. in there and and then she was like and stormfront pretty much was all like i'm gonna be his new mom oh my god <laughs> that was so infuriating like i was so pissed 
Yeah, I know. I, the whole that whole scene was just awful. Yeah, when she just like shows up and um yeah, and like she I forget exactly what she says um but it is something to the effect of like you know, some some people like white people are just better than brown people or like white people are just better than everyone else. And like the look on Homelander's face, he's like, all oh right, my- lady, let's pump the fucking brakes. Oh, and she's just like, there's a war on white people. People are trying yeah. to like, people are trying to like, kill, like, you know, kill us or something like that. And yeah, yeah she does say something like that. Like, yeah, like they're, we are like superior and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and yeah, he he looked at her. He didn't even have to say anything. His just right. eyebrow raise was like, um. Yeah, but what was great was like he didn't look taken aback. Like he did such great facial work for that. Where like he stayed in the moment and to make sure that like if if Ryan looked at him like he didn't get all concerned about what was going on and, and, you know, throwing him off and making him think that like, Hey, I shouldn't be in this situation. Like I, you know, these two weirdos are, they, they shouldn't be part of my life. Like maybe my mom was right. Um, but you know, his facial expression also said like, um, yeah, maybe uh, let's 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 pump the brakes and uh, let's yeah. let's switch gears and talk about something else now. I <laughs> uh, know, man. You know, honestly, uh, I really did feel like, um, you know, that uh, in the beginning, or at least that a uh, Homelander really cared about Ryan. You mm. know, or at least I, maybe I wanted to. <laughs> um, yeah, I, and, I think that's right. And like, because it, it it wasn't. I I if I mean obviously he definitely wanted to play have the daddy role at first. Um uh even though the irony is that like uh you know he shitted on Madeline all the time for being like you have a baby now just to, like as an accessory, you know? Right. But um you know that yeah, that's a baby. But also, you know, he has powers and he'd seen him do like his you know his the laser just the flicker of his laser eyes you know in the at the end of season one so he knew he could yeah um but you know uh, i think he was just more interested i guess we won't really never know considering he gave his son up for the public right yeah uh no i i think you're right like it did start out like towards the beginning of season two you know him Homelander inserting himself into their situation that was, I feel like, almost 100% like he wants to be part of their lives. Like, there's no ulterior motive. Like, he, like, yes, is is he being creepy about it? For sure. But, like, does he actually want to be, like, a dad to Ryan? Like, I think 100% he did. However, when you know, he was basically rejected by Ryan. Like, he's like, I don't want to have anything to do with you. You're a fucking weirdo. Like, get away from me. Um, when he, uh, he finally comes back and he comes back with Stormfront, I think that was more about like him wanting to regain some sort of control of, of life just in general. And, you know, and wanting to take the reins back because, 
with Stormfront's introduction, that control went out the fucking window. Like he was no longer like the immediate leader go-to of the seven. Like, you know, all of a sudden he was basically like sharing that responsibility with her. And she was like being a, a rogue, like just going off and doing her own thing. And he couldn't control her because their, their powers were, are basically matched. So yeah, it's, uh, it's just insanity. <laughs> Also, but well, there was like a few, the one scene at the, um, at the cabin and mm. it did seem pretty genuine whenever, you know, that's whenever he opened up to Ryan and that right. seemed, that did seem pretty genuine. And I don't know, it was, and that's whenever, you know, he leaned on him and everything and it was really sweet. Um, mm -hmm. but, but he did turn on him pretty quick whenever, uh, Ryan said, we don't know decided he wanted to stay with with a uh, with billy and he was right. like yeah yeah i i felt i mean i did kind of feel bad for him in that moment but to me like i feel like we've talked about uh like homelander and the rest of the seven for a while i, I guess we can use this opportunity to kind of switch gears and talk about billy and um, a few of the others that we haven't talked about a lot because I mean, obviously Billy is a pretty essential character. Um, I thought yeah. like I was super proud of Billy in that moment because the, the whole series has kind of been leading up to this moment where he has to kind of make this decision where like he has to protect a soup and we're all led to believe that he's probably going to, not do that like it is just you know it's just unforgivable like what what happened to him and uh earlier in his life and, and so there's no way that um yeah and and the fact that he was originally going to let Vought take ryan away from away from becca i know um, i was like what yeah. on earth trash human <laughs> right but like we have that glimmer of hope when they all rejoin uh, under that like little pavilion or whatever it was. A little uh, oh, the little uh, garage awning, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And um, he's like, okay, like we need to go, like you need to go, because uh, you know I originally I was going to give Ryan to Vought, but I'm reneging on that deal. Um, they're fucking pissed. Uh, <laughs> we need to go right now. Um. And, and so we get to that, that crazy moment where, you know, Ryan's like done that, you know, the, the crazy eye lasers to, to try and save his mom it ends up, you know, unfortunately doing her in. And then we get Stormfront as a, I as guess, a, a paraplegic. A she, she was like limbless. She had like no yeah. arms and no legs. And I think, I think how it, uh, and I, I think most of her, I think she was pretty much sliced in half. Um, yeah. And and most of her face was like burnt. So he had to have like did it like, where he, you know, also where he was like short and she was holding her up in the air. She was holding Becca up in the air. Mm -hmm. um, he probably, and you know, and he said he can't control it. So it probably just came out like a big bright beam, like a big, not, not like a focused beam. Yeah. Uh, it just sliced upward. And, and so a, a tiny bit of the beam probably, it, you know, hit her in like the neck and that's. And yeah. I mean, 
yeah this is what like the first or second time like i mean he's never really used his powers before so of course like when he finally has to use them you know bad shit is also gonna happen like because he doesn't he's never had practice using them like he didn't grow up like homelander where he's basically honing his skills since day one i mean he he didn't have that quote-unquote luxury Mm-hmm. So, and, he, and you're right he's never used his eye beams he's used his he he's uh you see him like glow mm-hmm. in the at the end of se- at the end of the season of season one mm-hmm. and you see them glow and he uses his super strength uh whenever he push when he well throws homelander back you know mm-hmm. uh and his eyes glowed but that's all and now he's using his it's like laser beam and you know i knew it was gonna happen and i don't know i feel like i kind i don't know they i feel like they kind of made that a little bit too obvious to like i could just see that happening so easily that he sure. i knew he was gonna use his eye beams right or yeah but but, uh, but I could just see, I was like, yeah, and he's going to kill Becca at the same time. At least he didn't chop her in half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, at, at least there's that. You know, it, it wasn't just this brutal, grisly, like, murder that, that happens. Um, but, yeah, it, it was, it, I felt like it was telegraphed a little bit. You know, that you could kind of predict that happening. But at the same time, like, I didn't, I didn't really mind that too much like no, I didn't I have didn't. yeah I didn't I, have an issue no, with it I thought she was going to die in the uh car accident that Stormfront made mm, yeah um I, sh- I thought she was gonna die from that but she did no one actually even got hurt in that so which I yeah like amazed yeah, how yeah that was probably the only part in this season where I was just like fucking how like like that car literally rolled like 15 times. Like how the hell uh, did all three of those people just walk out of that car? Like unscathed, like uh, a few bumps and scratches. Yeah. But overall we're okay. Like, and, 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 uh, what, and, uh, starlight beam, like beams a guy and just like pushes him. He hits the ground and he like, and he, and he dies from that. Right. Yeah. I'm like, What? <laughs> what um so um since we're kind of talking about this scene in particular I, I guess this is a good time to talk about my feelings on this this was hands down my favorite part of this season when Maeve Kamiko and Starlight just go balls to the wall ape shit kick ass on um on fucking stormfront like they just beat the ever-living piss out of her and i was like up off my couch like screaming at my tv i was like fucking get her <laughs> like wave hey, my hands hey, in the air like girl get it done man <laughs> yeah i was I, I mean like anyone who's listened to the podcast before like i talk about girl power all the time like i am like i get pumped when i see like just girls kicking ass on tv like Wonder Woman is hands down like one of my favorite DCEU movies. Like I just like I get I got so pumped during that scene. Uh so yeah, like that was hands down my favorite part of the season. Um the fact that she fled is a big deal. Right. She yeah. fled. she she's like fuck this and she flew away. 
Right. She knew she was getting her ass kicked and she and she would have lost. Yeah. Yeah. Like she knew that, I mean, she going one-on-one with one of those. Yeah. Like Stormfront's probably going to own one of them, but like the three of them up against her, like Kamiko, who can like regenerate and, you know, just come back to life after dying. Um, yeah, she, she wouldn't have probably stood a chance if she stuck around. So the fact that she had to take off was like, ah, yeah, that's right. Fly away. Yeah. So then she's, and then she's like, oh, well, look, there's a measly little frail human. I can just whoop. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so I love that. <laughs> so my, I did like whenever, um, all the, cause it was, you know, pretty much all the boys coming at her with their guns and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Right, and we're shooting her, and then she pretty much just Emperor Palpatine's them in the air. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh no, like, I mean, like they. In all fairness, they knew that it was that really wasn't going to do anything. Yeah. I mean, come on, yeah. her power is like what is it, plasma and lightning, or it's just, yeah, just lightning. it's ins- yeah, it's insanity, like, insanity, insanity. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they know damn well that anything that they do isn't really going to do much. But I mean, like, they're the boys. Like, they can't just sit there and not do any, not do nothing. Like, they, they got to do something. So, you know, you can't really fault them for trying. No, they listen. They're shooting like AKs at her, and Becca owns her with a with like a tiny knife. Right. I mean, yeah. that was amazing. Um. Yeah. So- can't say it. So yeah, Becca was pretty tough. So, oh, did you see that this was going around on Reddit? People were wondering if Homelander really uh, uh, raped Becca or if she w- if it was a consensual thing. Mm-hmm. And because the reason they were, and the reason they said this, and uh, my and my husband uh, is kind of curious about about this too, is because of like. And 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 it's honestly, it's never going to sound good how you say this because it it is the typical like well, when you say it, but they're a nice guy they would never do that you know what I mean right. it ain't like that it's more or less where like you know how Homelander is so awkward with women right. and like it, and it, it really wants has wants nothing to do with like any women like opposites you know what I mean yeah and at all like sexual um so. I just, you know, it's just interesting that, like, you know, why would, you know, why would he do that? What is, you know, and, and, and yeah, and it doesn't really show anything. Not that I would want to see that at all. Um, but, and every, and every time Homelander has brought it up to Billy, he says that he's, you know, said that it was consensual. And, the, and, and uh, now Rebecca said only one time that, like, you know, she's like, you know, yeah, he raped me. And, but she did have the, and, and she also said that, oh yeah, the um, the garbage truck runs the same time every day, so she could have escaped if she wanted to. Mm-hmm. She knew. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it does make you think. Yeah, it is a, it is a perplexing question, um, to to think about. I. I don't know how I fall. Uh, I feel like it's even trickier for me to, to speculate being a dude. Cause um, 
I don't know. Like, I don't want to get canceled on the, the, no. the social media machine. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty tricky. Cause I, I feel like an argument could be made both ways. You know, oh yeah. No argument. Um, but yeah. But you know, yeah. And you know, but also, I mean, no, I mean, I think, I think she was, but you know, yeah. I just, um, though, but you know, and it, when she talked with um, Billy about it, she even said she didn't feel comfortable going to him because she knew that he would like do something stupid. Yeah. Um, uh, though, like maybe things would have turned out differently if she had. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I guess we'll never know. She took that to the grave. Yeah. Uh, unless, you know, Homelander and Billy have another meetup and maybe he comes clean about, you know, what, what actually happened, if that is what actually happened. So maybe, maybe that's the thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sad because I really wanted Ryan to stick around. I I thought it would be kind of cool if, if he stayed around, but it, it, it definitely is the best for him to like go far away. For sure. With a nice family. Yeah, I don't think that's the last time we're going to see Ryan. I think oh, no. he's going to, yeah, I think he's going to show back up in season three at some point in time. Think about it. Who's the, he's the only person who could defeat Homelander. Yeah, basically. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's no way. Um, So, I mean, if you, uh, so he'd have to come back at some point. Uh, but at least he's not with Vought, so that's good. Um, yeah. I do hate it for Billy because I really want, I thought Rebecca was pretty cool and I would have liked her to stay around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was, I was kind of hoping that, I mean, like it, it was, it wouldn't have been a good situation for Billy to, I don't know. Well, I mean, that, that feels kind of shitty to say. Like, I, I wanted Billy to, to, basically take on the role of dad for for yeah like i i really wanted that but like you said i feel like it it's kind of the best you know the 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 best scenario for for ryan to kind of be in in the protection of you know the what the cia basically well Um, yeah at first i thought rebecca was a jerk for saying like you you know you're you just try to get rid of him you know what i mean you know mm -hmm. you'll try to find a way blah 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 and 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 then you know i was like i can't believe she do that that's awful and then like later that's the first thing he does right (laughs) i'm like come on really and uh but you know, but I really, I would have loved to see uh, see him as the role. I, I think things would have re- went really well if he could have been like you know the dad figure. But you know what? Even if even if you know Rebecca and Ryan had got out with Billy, mm-hmm. um, do, I mean, think about how that would have went. He probably would have done. He probably would have called Vought, and they would have came and got him. Yeah, because you know the only thing he sees is a mini Homelander, a little mini soup who's evil, or and sees his like a, a you know his rapist, you know his wife's rapist, you know little kid, you know child. Um, even though you know he's innocent and adorable, <laughs> but yeah, I really do hope he comes back because for sure. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about. 
real quick. What's her name? The the congresswoman who we we found out. Uh, we all thought she was pretty darn innocent, but it turns out she's the one that was going around exploding heads. Oh my gosh! Yeah, listen to this. Uh, grab yourself an almond joy and a fresca. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, you like who would have thought I did not <laughs> like she was the last one that I would have pegged. Especially since she was getting slathered in guts too. And right, well, guts, yeah. brains. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did a great job of looking pretty freaked out in that second to last episode when they were trying to get her out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, uh, Homelander and Stormfront, they just made it look way too convincing. Like the, the smirks on their faces, just like looking around at people as their heads were exploding. They're just like, like it just seemed like something that like maybe a hidden power that we hadn't seen before. Yeah. And they were just standing there like, what's going on? I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> right. But, like, so they, but they also had that, like you said, where like they, you you also think like it could be them, but like it couldn't be them because they also look genuinely surprised about what's going on. <laughs> They're like, it, it ain't me. Like, it's kind of cool what's happening. Like all these people's heads exploding, but it's not me. Like, I kind of want to meet this person. Oh yeah. And yeah. And, and, you know, there was like windows. So, you know, it could be like someone looking in who knows. Um, but then we find out, oh, and surprise, surprise, uh, Huey is working for her now. Right. Yeah. Poor dude. He just wants to like get out of the shit and, and go do some good and, and stuff. And he basically is just right back into the belly of the beast. <laughs> The thing is, though, we don't know if she's... I can't say we don't know if she's evil or not, because clearly she's evil. She's killing people. But, right. But yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, say we, we don't know. know if she's... We don't know her plans if she's, you know, is a, a Vought insider. Like, if it's like a coup or if right. we or if she has her own agenda. We don't know that yet. We Yeah. Yeah, could, it, that's just... There, there's all there, there's so many unknowns with her right now like and i think that's one of the things that made the this cliffhanger so good is that like not only did we find out like who's exploding heads but like it's you know it's someone that we know it's not some nobody but it's you know it's someone that we're relatively familiar with and um but it gives us like some questions to ask ourselves, like, you know, is she good? Is she bad? Is she like, you know, somewhere in between? Like, I don't know. Because it's the first lot. person she kills is a, is, I mean, a, a deputy, a deputy district attorney who is a, who right. is a good person. And so, you know, yeah. And, and she can kill soups because I'm mm. sure some people will be like, well, maybe she can only kill humans and not soups. Well, nope. She killed the, um, the one guy who was taking A Train's place. Oh, um, yeah. What's his name? Uh, the, the other, other Sonic. Uh, the other, yeah, the, the other Sonic. Yeah, the other uh, Flash. Uh, uh, God, what's what's his name? Yeah, they are basically all modeled after DC characters. Oh, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. And, I mean, come on, look in the seven, their room. Like, I mean, with their little table and everything, and they yeah. they even have like the little statues built for him and everything uh it's fantastic yeah. Yeah. and i'm assuming black noir is supposed to be like a form of 
Batman. Batman, yeah. yeah. Um, have Have you seen the um, the honest trailer for for the boys that they no. did not too long ago? Okay. Um, I don't know if you watched the honest trailers at oh, all. Oh, I, I I I've watched them before. They're funny. Okay, yeah. This one is spot on. Like it's so good. Um, it, and it pointed out all these things to me, like. Uh, like I didn't realize exactly how much uh, resemblance there is between uh, the seven and the justice league. I was like, Holy shit. Like it's like, it's so funny how uh, the resemblance is like, I don't know. It's, it's there, but it's so intentionally like making fun of it. Uh, It's, it's great. Oh, I just remembered. Uh, I remembered something. Um, okay. uh, episode one. Mm. Episode one did start with like something kind of disturbing when the when blind shot came on. So okay, they were looking for you know the, they have um, so they did translucent's funeral, which was hysterical. I mean, right? Yeah, that was very funny. Um, and. Uh, so, uh, you know, and with the deep gone, they have, you know, missing, they have missing spots that need to be filled. And so since, you know, Ashley is, you know, in charge, she's like, you know, first she's like, oh, look, I found this person. And she says, he's disabled. It'll make us look great for the ratings. <laughs> right. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like oh, and I'm like, well, and, and she's like, oh, he's also, she's, he's also Asian. And, <laughs> uh, and, um, and she says, all we need now is like, is like is, is a woman but have her be have her be black and it'll be great and i'm like right. oh my god ashley and um um so uh he now this guy had a cool power he yeah. was like he was like you know like and um in my He's opinion like daredevil almost. he was like he, yeah he was like a daredevil mixed with um but he uh no, yeah, it was just pretty much Daredevil. Yeah, um, because <laughs> I, 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 I thought he had like a bow with him at one point, but no, he didn't. Um, uh, but yeah, no, yeah, he was like Daredevil. It was really damn cool. Yeah. And until uh, Homelander just popped, pretty much popped like near his ears and like made his like uh, uh, like uh, eardrums like explode. Right. Yeah. I was that's... like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like that was, yeah, that wasn't cool. <laughs> and, now, and now he's like, now he's just another disabled person. So I was like, what the hell? I know. What I was like, hell? yeah, not cool, bro. Not cool. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's just, I I felt bad for that guy. I was like, oh, that, that poor guy. Like he just wanted to be in the seven. Like, well, maybe he, I mean, maybe he's okay. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. And I he mean, can like, just not. Maybe he can like be like happy he's not in the seven. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, people really, uh, anyone that's not in the seven should be thinking they're lucky stars that they are not in the seven because it's like a prison cult, basically. Oh it's, yeah, it's just a fucking nightmare. Oh, Queen Maeve, her sexuality got uh, revealed on live yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. She was basically outed. <laughs> yeah, again, and uh, by Homelander. Yeah, and yeah, and then he and then they got Homelander. tortured with it. <laughs> yeah, um, Queen Maeve, yeah. proud bars. <laughs> taste, taste the rainbow. Oh my god! Like the 
the way that they are able to cash in monetarily on everything, every aspect of their lives, like is so fantastically disgusting. Like it, it's this crazy layer of, of irony um, looking at our own, our own current situation and how like, like third party marketing companies, they're, their job is to like put positive spins on terrible shit and, and like turn every opportunity into a way to make money. It's just like so disgusting. And, and you see like, you know, the whole superhero thing in this world, it's basically looked at as just a way to make money. And it's just likes on social media and hashtags. And like, it's so commercialized, like it's so gross but it's like so incredibly fascinating to watch. Cause you're like, this feels familiar in some way, you know? Oh yeah. I, I remember in, I remember in season, season one, whenever um, a train, he's just walking in a store, but in street clothes. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's just in a store to shop and his, and he has, you know, he's uh, obviously all of them have brand deals and he yeah. you know has a shoe brand deal. So uh, and uh, he's just, you know in his street clothes hanging out, and the and the white I have to clarify white guard is like eyeing him, like he's gonna steal something because he's right. black, and, uh-huh. and, and 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 he and then like starting wanting to like uh see if he stole anything, and then he's telling him like uh he's like what are you talking about? He's like I'm eight train. He's like okay yeah, and I'm Homelander. And I mean, I mean that was actually kind of funny, but um, yeah. And totally finally, and then people are like, "Oh my god, that's a train!" And then, and and then he like switches gears super fast, and like, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sorry." And it's like, you know, if he now if he came in there in his a train outfit and everything, it would have been like, "Oh my god," you know, it's a trains. Is it sign my Jordans? Um. Um, but, you know, uh, just like, but, um, you know, or if it was, uh, or Starlight was, you know, uh, you know, uh, went into, cause you know, you see her walking around or, you know, in her street clothes mm-hmm. and you see her face plastered everywhere, you know, now, and, and now you see her, she's back in her, her, her new sexy uniform. Right. I know. I was like, "Where's her old uniform?" Remember, she said she wanted to be back in her old uniform. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to wear her sexy one anymore. And yeah, yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I I think it's it's probably time to get to some final thoughts. But one one last thing that I wanted to talk about was um, the relationship between Starlight and Huey. Uh, I like it, it warms my heart that it's a, it's a thing like that. They kind of found their way back to each other. Like, I think they do make a fantastic match and the dynamic between like, like it's not the dude that has the superpowers and the girl that is, you know, it's not like Superman and Lois Lane where Lois Lane doesn't have any powers. Like it's, it's that role reversal. Um, and, and it's just so fascinating because it's something that we re- really don't see too much. And uh, yeah, I, I just, I think that they make a great pair and um, 
I hope that it kind of stays that way going forward. Me too. Me too. And you know, I I do like the scene whenever like you know Homelander uh, has you know is threatening her in the elevator, and she mm-hmm. tells him you know he broke my heart and everything, and 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 he's like, yeah, you're not lying. And that was like a really an- anxious scene. And yes, <laughs> and, but yeah, you know. She wasn't lying. And I'm glad, you know, that, that things, you know, made up and that sweet, you know, voicemail he left her. But um, uh, I I do believe that, um, you know, like that they are like they, that they'll stay together and that they're a sweet couple. Um, obviously, she came and saved him in the in, at the end of the first at the end of the first um, uh, season. And then she yeah. saved him again. <laughs> yeah and then like near the end yeah and then like he i I guess he technically didn't save her i mean he he was trying to and he kind of helped but like you know when she gets apprehended by uh i i guess it was homelander or or black Black noir he like yeah that's right yeah yeah he got her twice (laughs) yeah and and so like they you know she's trying to you know figure out what to do like her and I, I guess it was Maeve because she's the one who shoved the almond joy in his mouth. <laughs> uh, and so they're like trying to escape, and Huey's trying to find her, and they end up running into each other. And they're like, "She's like, oh my god, what are you doing here?" And, and he like, just smiles and or like yeah, just and it's just silence. Look. Yeah, it's just silence, and like there's just like you watch it happen on screen with no words being said whatsoever. I was just like, this is like so pure and so brilliant. Like, like no one had to fucking say anything about why he came, what she's doing, what he's doing, what everyone's like, like no one had to say shit. Like it was just beautiful. Like, no, it was, it was, it was really sweet because, you know, she could just see like how he'd been trying to like get her forgiveness, but also right. That, uh, like she, like, she's like, had have known and he just like he know that him getting in there even getting that close he would he would have been like you know uh dead right. by anybody and but yeah. uh and, but he still came to try at least attempt to rescue her granted mm-hmm. he did ha- the, granted i do believe he did a lot of work because if he yeah, hadn't brought lamplighter sure. there you know yeah. the, the, scene yeah, with, the whole lamplighter thing was really emotional in my opinion too yeah that was uh yeah, we, I mean, we can't overlook that one. Um, no. You know, rest in peace, Lamplighter. Like, I know. He was you, a. He, yeah. uh, he wasn't he, innocent, but he, he was not innocent. A, he wasn't a giant piece of shit. No. <laughs> I mean, he was just, you know, seeking some some resolution and some, you know, acceptance from, from his dad, basically. Uh, but also, it's like he, he never went out to. He never actually went out to kill any children yeah so i'm not saying that he but you know i mean yeah he's still a he still would have went to kill somebody but i mean in a world where like you know that world where they're killing people uh that's a huge difference you know what i mean for sure like i'm just gonna randomly kill your boss versus i'm gonna randomly kill your boss's grandchildren it's totally different yeah and so and he and he's had to live with that guilt for years so you know uh yeah, and he was he actually was a pretty cool dude. And yeah. then but then they're and then they were making him yo know, burn people alive and he had I mean, could you imagine that'd be awful? 
Um, yeah, um, that's not the way that I would like to go, being burned alive. That'd just be way too hot. Um, <laughs> way too hot. Uh, oh, yeah. don't you hope that the girl, uh, I don't remember what her name was. I think they only said it once or twice. The girl who has the power, very similar to um, uh, Kenji. But remember, she she hitchhiked out of uh, the, uh, asyl- the uh, asylum. Oh, yeah, I... I barely remember her, um, but I but know she, who you're talking about. She has to. She better show up because the, uh, because that, she was cool. And yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I, I feel like she. Um, yeah, now that you mention her, I, I mean, I and I rem- remember her now. Like, I, I feel like they're gonna bring her back in because, some form or fashion. Because the the because uh, why would the episode just randomly end with her? walking and then putting her thumb out someone picking her up and then there she goes and she didn't kill him they're just driving you know right yeah and, for sure uh yeah so, I, mean, I, don't I don't know that that's crazy to me um yeah but anyways um so yeah uh final final thoughts and um and all that uh what what, what you got all right so i think season two I think it, I I don't know. I liked it. I think that they did a great job. They didn't drop the ball at all. I was never bored at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I was never like, I'm enjoying this, but I'm checking my phone from time to time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. No. Uh, I, I just, I love a happy ending. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, though, every main character who died was a woman. Isn't that isn't that kind of interesting? Hmm. I guess I didn't really think about that. But yeah, that that is kind of interesting. I mean, but uh, like my my knee jerk um, reaction was like, well, what about Lamplighter? But Lamplighter wasn't uh, a, main a main character. character. Yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to do the whole like I'm a fem- angry feminist. No, not at all. Sure, I'm just sure. I'm just saying, I, I like it's it kind of random and and you know what I mean. Like I didn't. Yeah, I didn't that, put it together until like the end, all the people who died, and like the main people who died, and I was like, "Wow." Yeah, that that is kind of interesting and and kind of weird. Um, but yeah, no, I I love this season. I'll echo what you said about the boredom. I was not bored at any point in time. I think I feel like they could stretch this out to ten episodes if they wanted to, but having eight yeah. really solid heavy hitter episodes is um i i think i i've said that a lot about seasons uh seasons of shows in the past is like you know if they have 10 episodes or 12 episodes and like maybe nine of those 12 are like solid and then there's like kind of three quote-unquote throwaway episodes like i'd rather them condense things and have like maybe eight or nine episodes that are just like really solid um but you know have less episodes i i'd much prefer that so i think this is kind of their winning formula uh or one of them at least is having less episodes and each episode packing more of a punch um you know both physically and or uh you know literally and metaphorically oh yeah speaking. so yeah i i loved it um I'd, I'd have to go back and rewatch both seasons to definitively say if there is a season that I prefer over another, but just 
just at a thousand foot glance from watching season one once and watching season two once, I'd have to say I prefer season two. Um, or I or enjoyed season two a little bit more. Um, yeah, I really liked season two. Um, I feel like I like the uh, relationship between mm-hmm. um, Huey and uh, Billy, even when they're at each other. Uh, yeah. Would um and then oh my god I I know I I know his name is Martin thank like thank God <laughs> but like I don't know why they call him Mother's Milk that just creeps me out so it bad. It creeps me out too. I'm glad that they abbreviate it most of the time to it's, M-M. you know M M like I don't ever really hear him, him call him Martin but yeah M M I'm glad. Um, where should they even get that? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean it. <laughs> It it does kind of fit in with the overall aesthetic of this show where like some things make you cringe, you know, whether it's like verbal or visual. Um, yeah. And when I, it's like, my name's mother's milk. You got a problem with that? I was like, actually I do. Like, it's kind of gross, but yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I was like, yeah, but you didn't pick out the name. So, you know, we'll roll, roll with it. You know? <laughs> I can deal with M.M. MM's good, <laughs> but when he tells him that uh, Huey is his canary, mm-hmm. uh, that actually I thought that said a lot, like uh, for the show too, you know, for like sure. with with relationships, mm-hmm. and um, you know, knowing when you've gone too far, yeah, because I think it's it'd be really easy for uh, um. Uh, Billy to go too far like really oh yeah 100 percent. yeah there's I, I feel like there's there was several opportunities for him to just go off the bloody rails in in this ep- and and season one too uh, or yeah and uh, but like you said in the show um you know I, I it was mm that pointed out like he's your canary like he he lets you know when you're about to go over that line that you don't want to cross yeah it's like um, when you when you hurt your canary you know what i mean it's like you know it's yeah. bad and but also right. when you find out like he reminds him and he looks similar to his like br- his dead brother dead little yeah. brother it's like oh right yeah and like but yeah, I don't know. It's but you, uh, I don't know. It's sweet and yeah. sad, and and now, now little canary's gonna go, and he's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hug on to them and rely on them anymore. And then <laughs> Annie, Annie's like, Oh, okay. And then he's like, No, I'm still gonna hold on to you. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, He's like, What? He's like, I have to. He's like, What am I crazy? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah and I, exactly. I was just like, uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you nuts <laughs> have you but oh and i love what the scene with mave when mave said he looks like a twink <laughs> i could break him like a twig yeah um i was like I-, I thought i was gonna cry i was laughing so hard at that yeah i mean like we can't all be badasses like you know he I tries mean, really hard okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> he does his best he, he did his best. Oh God, yeah, God bless him. Um, like he carries the backpacks. <laughs> he carries the backpacks. That's great. Um, he, he, he makes the sandwiches and hands out the Kool Aids for everybody. He's right. like, I got the bottled waters for you, MM. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah. I, I I mean, we've definitely covered a lot in this episode. We we've 
talked about a lot of the the hard hitting moments in in this series and some of the low key moments in in the season. So, yeah, um, I mean, I feel comfortable, you know, signing off if um, if if you said your piece, you know, we can mm-hmm. we can call it a day. Yeah, um, awesome. Well, yeah, Rika, thank you once again so much for coming back on the podcast and talking about nerdy stuff with me. It's oh, of always- course, and. Anytime. I love it. Live for it. Yeah. Um, anytime that I have an opportunity to talk about the boys uh, and or other nerdy stuff. Uh, I know we've been chatting a lot this month about horror movies because I've been doing all the stuff on our Facebook group page with the, you know, that hashtag 31 days of horror and the horror movie villain bracket brawl and oh. all that. Like it's it's kept me busier than anything else in my entire life with the podcast like i mean typically it's it's just like you know i have to worry about finding you know guests if we need a guest for an episode or topics you know it's it's typically like you know okay like low-key stuff that i can handle but like holy shit like this this uh month has given me so much damn homework uh it's it's been insanity but yeah it's been a lot of fun you know chatting back and forth with you and getting your horror movie opinions and suggestions and stuff oh yeah it's been a lot of fun and i i appreciate your participation in the group as well and all your votes that you throw out and of course and if any if if anyone actually thought that chucky would win against (laughs) Candyman, please please yeah, that was. Uh, I can't remember if that was like the biggest landslide uh, uh, out of all of them. I, I think no, the biggest landslide was the very first one, um, and that was Freddy versus Ghostface, and Ghostface <laughs> got one vote, um, and yeah, Freddy got the rest of them. I I think he got like fifteen or twenty votes. It was a pretty big landslide. So yeah, Chucky versus Candyman. It wasn't you know as big of a wash as that, but it was, it was a pretty big wash. So <laughs> I think, uh, I think a Chucky versus Ghostface would have been pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, but. yeah. By the time this episode airs, it'll, it'll be airing on, uh, I forget the date. Um, it'll be, I mean, we're recording this on a Saturday, so yeah, it should be, uh, be releasing on the 21st. So by then we'll be done with round one and into, uh, halfway into round two uh, or partway into round two where the, uh, the winners of round one will face off against each other. So that'll be, that'll be fun. So. Oh, I'm um, so ready. I'm living for yeah. this, for this, for the, this little uh, face off. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. It's uh we, we talked about it last episode on our Texas chainsaw massacre episode, how like I had the initial idea of just being have a giant master list of villains like horror movie villains be like all right everyone like pick your favorite and i talked to ted about it and he's like how about we have like a bracket and i was like fucking way better than my idea <laughs> um so yeah it's uh yeah every once in a while ted comes up with some good ideas so it's i like, just want to put oh that my on gosh the ted you did it you get a gold star <sighs> right yeah <laughs> You did, you participated. Good job, buddy. I'm proud of you. Like, oh, uh, good for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, though I'm not like, though I'm not like uh, scared of uh, any of those the people on there. Like, 
I can I would tell you though, <laughs> if you put like the main villain from like <laughs> I told you before the Poughkeepsie tape, I would die. Um, <laughs> I'd be like, no, please. <laughs> please. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely have that on my list now. I think I added it on my my watch list for Amazon Prime, I think. Uh which is appropriate. Uh so um so yeah, thank you for that ex- suggestion. I I'm I might actually watch that tonight if Lindsay's gone to bed. She she's not a huge fan of horror, so if I kind of have to it, watch. Message me and then and yes, and, for and, sure. And, oh god. <laughs> that was so scary. Yeah, I I will definitely do that. Um um looking for something kind of messed up tonight. So we'll, that's it then. All right. Oh my god, no. <laughs> yeah. Um all right. Well, once again, Rika, thank you so much for for coming back on the podcast. I appreciate it. Um and uh, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I appreciate you, of course. Um, find us, of course, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast you have if you haven't already. Leave us a rating and review. Um, the best app is Apple Podcasts, but there's a couple other apps out there. I think Stitcher has a uh, rating and review system, um, CastBox, a couple others. Uh, but yeah, uh, ratings and reviews, they help us out tremendously in the, the, the podcast app realm when it comes to our podcast getting uh, boosted up in the ratings. So we appreciate it. Um, and uh, as always, be kind, stay geeky, and eat lots of cheesecake. Bye!